Shabbat Shalom. Today, God bless you. Pastor Tim Karskatton here, Christian Center Shreveport, doing our daily podcast. It's Supernatural Friday. We love finding these supernatural stories of God. And today we have a testimony from a young woman who God rescued her from an attack of somebody who wanted to do her great harm. God is there to rescue us. May he be there for all of us. All right. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Blessings to you uh, on this Friday. Pray God's blessing you on the 11th day of November, 2022. Ooh, 11-11-22. Isaiah 22-22. The doors that God opens, no man will shut. 11-11 is a big number in the spirit. We've been eating on that scripture for a long, long time about blessing uh, that comes with that number. I'm reminded today of Matthew 11, 11, and Jesus was talking about the John the Baptist, and no one had risen greater than he at, up until that time. He said, yet one who is the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So take that 11, 11 blessing today. Okay, we have a testimony, and you get to it it's a little bit longer than normal. Found it. I have a young lady that was, it's from Australia, and this odd guy obviously was going to attack her, probably rape her, no telling what his plans were. And God rescued her. And she's going to tell her testimony. So let's listen in. On the backside, let's believe God will rescue all of us when we call on him in our time of need. I had always grew up knowing that God was real, but I had never truly felt him. In 2012, I studied abroad in Australia. I was traveling up from Byron Bay back up to Brisbane. I went into a hostel and I was only going to be there for one night. Went straight to bed and then at 12.45 in the morning, I woke up and had to go to the bathroom. As I was leaving, I opened the door and I see this guy come by and I instantly got a really negative feeling about him. He was a tall guy and broad shoulders, really big muscles, and he was barefoot. I shut the door and I thought, okay, I'm going to go back into the bathroom and I'm going to sit in this stall and just wait maybe 10 minutes. And just sat there waiting. And I hear the door open and I think, oh yes, a girl's coming in. I'll walk out with her, but I don't hear the person go anywhere. I hear breathing really softly. I lean forward and look behind me and I see the guy's feet standing right there. And then I heard the guy go and turn on the sink. 
one after the other. He goes back into the corner where I can't see him. And then he walks down to where the showers are, turns on every single shower, one by one. This guy is gonna mute the sound if he tries to come and hurt me, he can easily crawl under this door and grab me. The showers had been on for a while. I was curious what he was doing, so I leaned forward. And when I looked under, I saw him on all fours, and he was staring right back at me. I sat back up right away. waiting for him to go back in the shower. And he was standing there waiting for me, and I just sat there and I started praying. And I said, God, I know that you're real. I know that you're here with me. And please, please protect me from this man. Whatever he's here to do, please just be with me. I put my hands on the stall door and I began praying. God, please protect me within these doors. And God, just put a shield around me. Put a shield. Don't let him come under the doors to grab me. Thank you for loving me. Put a shield around me. And when I kept repeating, God is real, God is real, I truly knew that God was going to get me out of there. Don't let this guy come in. And then I felt God's voice telling me to pray for him. And so I started praying and I said, God, please let this boy realize that you love him and he's your son. He's a son of a king and he doesn't have to do this. I remember just feeling love for the guy, God's love for him heart was pounding and my body was telling me like this is not an okay situation God's voice was telling me I have you in my arms and I have you so tight that this guy is not gonna do anything and I love you I remember my prayer was God thank you for sending a girl in here to get me out safe thank you for being here for me someone come to the door and I'm thinking oh my gosh this is it God has answered my prayer girl's coming and the guy runs to the door and just holds it shut and so no one comes in then he goes and stands back where I can't see him and he shuts the door so it sounds like he's left but I was still scared to leave because I had prayed for a girl and I didn't want to doubt that I didn't know what to do, so I pretended that a friend called me, and I pretended that I was really sick. Oh, you you tried to come in here? What do you mean you couldn't get in? Well, why don't you go up to reception and let them let you in? Probably five minutes or so, I hear the door shut, and I thought, please, God, please let him be gone. I hear the door open again, and then the stall next to me opens. I looked down and I saw girl feet and her toes were painted. I 
unlatched my door right when she unlatched hers and just ran to her crying, ran up to reception. And I remember looking at the clock and I had been in the bathroom for two and a half hours. We told the reception guy all about it and he saw the guy on the camera running. I could not stay there for the night and so I grabbed my things. But before I left, I asked the reception guy, I said, when you talk to the guy when you file the police report, can you ask him why did he not do anything? I thought it was strange that he was in there for two and a half hours and he didn't come under the saw or hit the door or something. A week later, I go back home and I get an email. Hi, Elizabeth, we've filed the police report about this activity and I actually got to talk to the guy and asked him what was up. The guy told me that he didn't do anything to you because he felt something blocking him from you, waiting for you to come out of that And the receptionist put that in quotes because he said he didn't know what that meant, but I knew what that meant. I looked at those words over and over, just started praising God. Because I knew that he was real, I knew that he was my protector. Whenever I have doubt about God, I just picture me being in that bathroom remembering how he rescued me. Now what amazing, amazing testimony. I love the fact that the Lord is our shield and our rampart. That's one of the things he promises us. And as she was sharing that testimony, I, I meditate on Psalms 91, where it says that in verse 4, it says, He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a bulwark. And it says, You will not be afraid of the terror by night or the arrow that flies by day. You know, in this moment of darkness that she was in, you know, you have no other hope. I mean, she actually had no other hope other than the Lord. And God was faithful to her. And I know all of us have been through those moments in time where God was the hope. I remember me and Susan, my wife, we were young, married. We just married and uh, we'd moved into this uh, place we were living. And it was in the middle of the night, a storm came through. And in America, if you guys in the other countries may not know this, we have a thing called a tornado. You may call it a cyclone. There's different names for it. But it's a real fast storm that comes through thunderstorms, and it can just come out of nowhere. And I remember it was in the middle of the night, and uh, it had been raining. Now, we weren't watching the news. You know, we were young. <laughs> we weren't thinking. And it just kept getting worse and worse. And all of a sudden, I heard this like a train, a, a, a locomotive, that's the best way I can put it, was coming right over our house, that place where we were living, and the place was shaking. And I didn't have any time to, you know, run anywhere, get out. Uh, it was the middle of the night, and I just cried out to God, Rescue us, Lord. <laughs> and I remember um, it passed. I mean, just lifted off of us and passed. And 
I, I just thank the Lord for that. And, and then when I study these tornadoes, one of the classic uh, manifestations or, or attributes of it is it sounds like a freight train. And I had not lived in this region very long where I was living, just a few years. Where I came from, we did not have tornadoes. We had hurricanes, but we didn't have tornadoes. So I was totally unfamiliar with that. But yet God rescued me. And there are so many times in our life, it's not till we're in that bind that we experience his goodness like that. And the scripture becomes alive. I mean, it literally does because you have no other hope like that young girl did. She had no other hope. and Nobody was going to come rescue her. God alone was the one who was going to rescue her. And then God, look what he did for her. Gave her a heart for her attacker, her would-be attacker. That's the goodness of God. The only God could do that. That's, and I think she had an experience right there that would change her life and did change her life forever. And it should do that. And I, I want to quote out of verse 14 and 15. Uh, it says, because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. This is the Lord speaking. And I will set him securely on high because he has known my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. And I will be with him in trouble. And I will rescue him and honor him. With a long life, I will satisfy him and let him see my salvation, my deliverance. And she actually experienced that scripture. And we can too. Now, I pray nothing like that ever happens to anybody on this podcast. But the testimony is a reminder that no matter how dark it can get in this life, that God is faithful. When we look at the world of where we are and what we've been through, and what we're going through, we need to tap into this truth that he is our shield and our bulwark. He is the one who will be there for us. And I think that shield is an amazing gift that the Lord gives us. We don't deserve it. I, I think God has rescued me multiple times in my life. I know you can say the same thing. Uh, there are times, obviously, the enemy has planned evil against us, and we have no clue uh, whatsoever, but God can rescue us. So I pray a blessing over you today. I pray that no matter what you go through or where you go in darkness realms, because your life has to take you to certain places, that God will manifest himself to you as that shield, as that one that you can hide yourself in no matter what, whether it be a storm in life, a natural storm, a, an accident, whatever it could be that God would be to you what he was to this young lady. And I want to pray over your protection. Father, I pray right now for the peace that can pass all understanding. When we understand that you are fighting for us, you are a shield, you are a rear guard, you go before us and prepare the way. Lord, we tap into this truth that we can live a long life and be satisfied and that we will see your salvation. I speak that over everybody today, over their families, over everything they're putting their hands to. And Lord, thank you. Even in the time of need, we have this assurance that you are and will be there to strengthen us and give us wisdom in that moment. In the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen. Well, Shabbat Shalom. See you next week. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Thanks for listening all week long, especially on our Supernatural Friday podcast here. I hope it was a blessing to you, an encouragement to you. We gave a lot of prophetic this week. Now apply it, 
Use it, pray into it. Thanks again for supporting us. You go to our website, ChristianCentersReport.com, or our app. Thank you for giving. We so honor you. And I just speak a blessing upon all those that have been sowing into our ministry through either tithing or, or they're blessing this ministry. God bless you. Have a great weekend. See you Monday.